Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast, starting off a brand new week. Uh, Richie, do you ever feel sometimes now, as we've gone through, you know, a couple of lockdowns and everything, and this this thing's been going on for a couple of years, you get to the point where you might be consider yourself to be a uh, a hand sanitizer connoisseur. <laughs> Do you know the way my people might like be know a lot about wines or like so like for me mm. I quite like the quite alcoholic smelling ones that have got like a thinner te- like kind of consistency to them I don't like the gloopy more f- floral tasting ones you know what I, I mean? prefer I prefer the gloopy ones do you because you you don't know how uh, how good the action of the pump is yeah so if you've got a, um, an overly excitable <laughs> pump yeah. and you've got a watery dispense yeah. you could end up with a lot and it's just flowing off your hands. I had a terrible one the other day. Um, I was right at the front of the till. This lady was serving me, and I, as I paid, I then pumped the hand thing to try and get it on my hands, and it went over my glasses, like uh, like the end of some kind of awful video. <laughs> so let me just re- re- review the one we got in the studio here, okay? Ultra compact, uh, non-sticky, lime scented. It's nice. It's kind of got an office vibe. There's a couple of kind of lemony tones in yeah, it, a couple of lemon notes. But I'm going to put the microphone close to the. Um, uh, pump here so you can kind of hear it. I'm going to give this a good old um, shove. And that's that's fine. That's not like, bad, is it? Yeah, it's not... It's... Oh, but... Ah, but I've got... Oh, my. Wow. I've got, like, a a little dry bit of skin on my finger there. Oh, yes, that's going to... winter. Yeah. Which is, like, cracked skin. And oh. that... I'm really having to be quite brave right but now. But you feel like you're, you're cleaning your hands, like uh, you're proactively cleaning them because it hurt. it hurts so good. But that's, that's the good thing. You know this is good shiz because yeah. my hand is stinging so much where I've got the weeping sore. Well, there's one... Uh, there's not le- weeping. Leave that little thought in your head if you're having your tea whilst this is on. But the one we got on the first floor, which is where like most of we sit down to do all our little mm. ideas and all that kind of stuff before we come into the studio. Have you have you pressed the button on the one down there? It fires 15 yards. It spits like a camel. Is this... <laughs> is that it's, the... The alterated one on the wall. No, no, the other one down where we sit. Oh, it yes. flies about fifteen feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look, there's just a, I think there's potential in this. It's like uh, maybe a regular feature on the slot where people phone in and, and uh, maybe recommend their favourite, you know, hand sanitizer of the week or something like yes. that. Yes, we could test it out on air. Home time at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Yes, yes, yes. Home time. Start of a brand new week. <laughs> Let's give it a round of applause. It's dark already. Eleven minutes plus four. Well done. Well done. Nature. That yes, yes, yes lacks a lot of conviction. I'm feeling it, man. I'm f- I love, I love the fact it's dark already at four o'clock in the afternoon. It's just like, come on, night time, sort your act out. Uh, let's get even more festive and talk about my Christmas tree. I should have listened to you properly on Friday. What in terms of getting a fakie? We had that big discussion, didn't we? Friday's show, fakie uh, pub, gar- uh, pub garden, uh, pub or- beer garden. <laughs> yeah, that's where I should have stayed. That's where you should have stayed. Or Christmas tree farm. Where was I going to go and get this tree from? Well, I ended up going for a real tree, but from a pub garden. Oh, okay. So you got the, the it put it through the net and all that kind of stuff. That's it. All that kind of stuff. Forty quid. Thought oh, this is a bargain. This is a great tree. Uh, it just about fitted in the car. Had to uh, send Natalie and Rocco walking home from the pub. There you go. I drove the tree home. <laughs> That's probably where it started to go wrong. So tree went up around about sort of five o'clock Saturday evening. All's looking good. Rocco goes to bed. Eaten later in the kitchen. Walked back into the lounge a couple of hours later. I could not believe my eyes. There's the tree, fully decorated, 
all the lights on, completely lying on the floor. Went down like Neymar. <laughs> it did go down like Neymar. It took a lot longer to get back up because you've got to take all the baubles off, all the lights off. You've got to open the patio doors, take it outside, saw a bit more off the tree trunk, get some pieces of wood to stick in the bottom of it to make sure it stays in, decorating it a second time. And all the time, you're not talking to your wife. Do you know what, what makes me laugh about it? You've got to have a look at the photos on our, on our, uh, our Twitter feed at the moment oh. at Absolute Radio. Uh, and, and this is just this is just a, 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 a symptom of when you when you decorate a Christmas tree. It's funny because it fell face forwards. The back of it, it's like its backside showing. <laughs> it does. There's not a single decoration on the back. <laughs> it does. Good point. Want to hear about your decorating disasters? These don't necessarily have to be Christmas related, but if they are, I'm going to empathise with them. But any decorating yes. could be wallpaper painting, but Christmas ones, please. I want to hear about them. Uh, do you know what? Um, just as an aside on Christmas trees, I saw on Facebook over the weekend, because I've been trying to get you to get a fakie tree, yeah. our boss Paul bought his parents a ready-made Christmas tree. Did you see that? It's already decorated. If only he had told me and shared that idea with us before he did it, I mean, I would be well up for that. That's what we need next year, man. None of this mucking around, going <laughs> Tell me about pub it. car parks and getting it, carrying Horrendous. it home. Uh, your decoration disasters be Pauline says not Christmas related uh, but I did put wallpaper up one evening Ooh. and got up the next morning to find every single strip all over the floor I've, you know, I've never wallpapered in my entire life it looks awful <laughs> it, I, I did something a couple of weeks ago that kind of down the lines of decoration but it was just awful and I know that like people must do this as a speciality so I shouldn't have even tried it you know what I mean what's it called where you put like a you put like a piping of like white stuff around tiles. Is that gravitage? Is that gravity or is it mastic? Mastic is uh, is mastic the that's the thing, isn't it? I don't. This is, obviously, you and I, obviously, <laughs> brilliant uh, DIY babies. Yeah. Whatever it was, whatever the toothpastey stuff is that goes around the outside of tiles to keep it waterproof. You mastic. That is one of the most frustrating things I've ever done in my entire life. It sticks to your hands, your face. It gets everywhere. It, it looks, looks so like bad. It could be fun though. It looks like fun. Yeah. But it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> It's been like going to a theme park, and I, had, I ended up having to get someone in, um, like a like a handyman in, which was hu hugely humiliating for me to take it all off and start again. It's that bad. Quite a depressing noise hearing that slowly go. <laughs> it's a very apologetic sort of jangle, really. Uh, tell us about your decorating disasters. Alice says, I have an authentic 1970s Christmas with my inherited decorations. Lametta, which I've never heard of before. Isn't that a bloke who always, always used to get sent off for spurs? <laughs> Eric, yes. Uh, tinsel and Woolworths lights. It was all the more authentic last year when there was a flash from the tree and a horrible smell and everything went dark, so it kind of blew up. Uh, Derek, tell us about your decorating disaster. Well, I wanted the... Um leaves on my tree to sort of look a little bit sort of snowy and uh, I thought I'd use some gloss paint and uh, <laughs> kind of went a bit weird. So just to <laughs> confirm, you you painted the Christmas tree uh, in gloss paint, white, to try and make it look like snow? Yeah, just just on the on, on the tips and, and um, unfortunately I didn't I didn't really think it through and uh, the uh, cat and dog thought it was funny as well, just sort of brushed past it and no, it's kind of everywhere. <laughs> Derek, can we ask, Is this uh, was this a fake tree that you did this to or a, re a real Christmas tree that you painted in gloss paint? Uh, it was a real tree. <laughs> Amazing. What a legend. <laughs> well done, Derek. Well, I mean, I didn't have any of that spray stuff, so I thought I'd give it a go, you know, I had some just leftover paint. Exactly, seems like a good idea, just paint it in gloss paint. Derek, you're a yeah, Christmas hero. Oh, thank you very much. Don't know if any of our bosses are listening to the show this evening or any of the top brass at Absolute Radio, but can I put forward an idea for a new digital station called Absolute Richie Firth Corrections? 
because we, we spend so much time correcting him that he almost could have his own pop-up station. Chris Gill says, uh, Richie, may I just point out that your tree was at 90 degrees, not at 180 degrees, unless it had fallen through the floor. There you go. Welcome to the show, folks. I've never put forward that maths or numbers are a strong point. That, that's It's pretty consistent, that. The worst thing is that I'm worse than you, so you haven't got... There's no backup there, do you know what I mean? Uh, we want to hear about your decorating disasters after my tree fell to 90 degrees, not 180 degrees, okay. a couple of hours after uh, putting it up on Saturday night. Uh, Scott says, I'm a new listener. Thanks, Scott. Well done. Cheers, Scott. Uh, I, I attempted to put our fully decorated Christmas tree in the loft last year. Didn't go well. It was like being attacked by grenades with baubles in bare feet as well. Just about to start a wet and windy night shift at Stansted. Fantastic. Welcome to the Hometime family. Uh, we've got Craig on the line who's a decorator. Craig, what happened to you? Well, I was doing some work at a Vauxhall church, in, a church in Vauxhall, St. Peter's, and um, it was some 18th century church doors, and I couldn't... You know, I had to do everything by hand, sand it and, you know, mend the metal and everything. And I had some hammerite on the ledge, and I literally, it just, I don't know what happened. It was late. I was working late as well. The archbishop was coming in the next day. Oh. You know, so I had to look right, and I spilled the hammerite. The stuff dries in minutes. And it literally, <laughs> it literally fell down my trousers, all in my boots, in my socks. And all over the floor, the mosaics on the floor, and I was, and it's drying on the floor, and I'm scrubbing this floor, and I'm praying, oh, please, please, please. And yeah, you know, yeah, that's what it was, yeah, and that's wow. why I put it in there like that. So you, 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 you are in the most high stakes decorating there. You're actually working on like an actual bit of British history there with the Archbishop coming down to check your work the next day. Yes, that's right, yeah. I would say that uh, praying on the tiles is probably the right and only thing to do to try and get that hammerite off if it's on a, if it's in a church. That's right. It, it felt right. It felt right. So if people go down to the um, which which, um, which which church is it again? It's St Peter's in Vauxhall. If people go to St Peter's in Vauxhall and have a good proper look at the tiles, can they still see your your handiwork in there? Yeah, Craig? the two doors, the two the two wooden church doors on the on the main road on the Vauxhall Road. Yeah, I'm not talking about the brilliant doors, I'm talking about the stains. <laughs> <laughs> it's Home Time with Bush and Richie, the show that's got a radio station for every decade and right now it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades with Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Start of a brand new week. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations? Back yourself 500 quid on the line, hoping to successfully travel through time. Is James? Where are you calling from, James? Hiya, I'm uh, Rochester in Kent. Beautiful. Nice. How was your weekend, James? Good, good. I had a three-day weekend, so oh, living the dream. So, how come you had the extra day? What have you been doing? Uh, Christmas shopping. Oh, <laughs> what? So you took a whole day off to go Christmas shopping? Pretty much, yeah. How did that pan out for you? Um, I almost got whammed. <laughs> oh, that's the risk, isn't it, eh? Almost, almost. It was a cover version. Uh, well, James, uh, let's take you through the rules of this. Uh, we're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. You will have 60 seconds on the clock uh, to get all seven questions correct. You can't pass on a question, and when the time's up, the game ends. Does that make sense, James? Perfect sense. Brilliant. We just need to calibrate our time machine here on Home Time. Uh, James, which decade would you like to start with? Uh, I'll start with the 60s, please. Okay. Nice and right. neat. Uh, well, James, good luck. Let's go through the decades. 
through the decades. 60s Bates Motel was made famous by which Hitchcock movie? Uh, the Birds? No. no. Um, uh, <laughs> think Hitchcock movies and just fire them at us. It's a classic. Um, Bates Motel. Come here, James, lad. You know it or you don't, didn't you? Uh, You do. You know other Hitchcock movies. You might want to take a shower. Well, you wouldn't want to take a shower in this place. Psycho. Yes! Yes! 70s, Kermit the Frog was involved in uh, on-again, off-again relationship, which were... (laughs) Yes! Which British football club in the 80s (laughs) defended their European Cup title in 1980? Chelsea. No. Man United. No. Time is up. You're a loser, and you have lost. A fallen giant, I'm afraid. Nottingham Forest. Matt, Matt Ford will be crossed with that little uh, description there, Richie. Yeah. Rock and roll football of the weekend. <laughs> oh, mate, you, you are trapped. I'm afraid, James, you're trapped in the 1980s uh, for the rest of your life, which means if you want to rewind a cassette tape, you've got to flip it over and fast-forward it. Not a problem. Uh, well, you've got plenty of time to do it then, James. Yes. Uh, no winner today. We play again tomorrow. Your chance to play and bag yourself £500. All the terms and conditions are at absoluteradio.co.uk. And if you can't wait until then, you can play Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now and get practice in. All you've got to do is turn to it and say, open the Through the Decades game. So Richie did something really weird this morning. Oh, come on. We don't need to be talking about this. I was walking around the park this morning with my little girl, Thea, and I thought I'd check Twitter, and Richie tweeted something that was very unusual. <laughs> and it was so unusual that I thought to myself, genuinely, <laughs> are you dropping a new album? <laughs> you know, they were tweeting about it the way Kanye West might, like, uh, you know, mysteriously tweet something out. You've got to try and work out what it is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the tweet simply said... <laughs> <laughs> fourth floor. And I was like, what is, what's, what's fourth floor? Is that genuine? Is it a new album? So I thought, let's scroll back. Maybe there's something else that he's now clarifying from an earlier message on, on Twitter. Nothing there at all. Uh, it turns out, we've had a little chat about this in the cafe before the show. It turns out you didn't mean to put that on social media. No, I didn't mean to put that on social media at That was all. just for your own personal... It was, it was for me, yeah. So that got my mind racing. Like, what is, what's, he, what's going on? What's the story behind that? So I thought... <laughs> This hour of the show, just a little impromptu game amongst uh, the home time, you know, the home time family here on Absolute Radio. Can you guess what fourth floor was about? <laughs> what was Richie trying to do with that bit of information? And already people are guessing. Marty Miller says, was he trying out for a gig on Magic? No, that'd be second floor. <laughs> it's true. In this building. Yeah. Paul says, is it your safe word? <laughs> No. There's not? OK, he's going to clarify that one as well. I will clarify everything, all right? If, and if anyone guesses, then I will say, all right? But Can, I'm, I'm mortified that we are even discussing this. Allow your imagination to run wild. What on earth was Richie going on about when he said fourth floor inexplicably <laughs> on Twitter? Uh, Barry says, was he going for a prostate exam on the fourth floor? Thanks, Barry. Another medical one here. It's, uh, 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 Keith says, is the fourth floor the location of the vasectomy clinic? No. It's very personal. Someone says, is it the location for a certain item and summers? You're having fun here, aren't you? This is fantastic. These are brilliant. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, keep them coming in. People getting in touch yeah. to try and uh, clarify what it is. Yeah. Uh, we've got Simon on the line. Simon, what do you reckon he's talking about with fourth floor? Well, 
the only thing I could think of to come, why he would quote a floor, and I just had this old theme tune playing in my head. You know, first floor, leather goods, haberdashery, blah, blah. And it was the old theme, theme song to Are You Being Served? Oh, yes. What a piece right. of music that was. Let's, let's I tell you what, it's a good suggestion. According to uh, Wikipedia, it's ground floor perfumery, stationery and leather goods, wicks and haberdashery, kitchenware and food going up. Oh, well done. Yeah, that was it. First floor, telephones, gents ready-made suits, shirts, socks, ties, hats, underwear and shoes going up. <laughs> Second floor, carpets, travel goods and beddings, materials and soft furnishings, restaurant and tea going down. There's no mention of lingerie. Right, you're all having far too much fun uh, I wasn't on any of those floors and I wasn't going to go and see young Mr Grace thank you very much <laughs> okay. thank you Simon I'm good memory cheers guys uh, you guys have been coming in with some great guesses Terry sent an email he's rushed to his computer and types away uh, Bush and Richie we can let our minds wander and come up with all interesting answers but at the end of the day it's probably one of the following a stash of chocolates or sweets no a stash of biscuits <laughs> no a coffee machine <laughs> Or a photocopier, so he's arranged to meet someone at the photocopier. <laughs> no. Interesting suggestions there. Uh, there have been some correct suggestions. Okay. Um, uh, Megan, uh, Sarah, uh, Tracy and Falkirk, uh, Julian Berkeley uh, have all got the same thing. He's reminding himself where he's parked. Embarrassingly, ah. embarrassingly, I just parked in the Howard Centre multi-storey car park <laughs> in Welling Garden City and I was walking back through the car park on Twitter, just scrolling like you do, like some kind of robot, and thought, I'm going to forget where I've parked here. And I just, because I wasn't concentrating, I thought I'd made a note to myself. Oh, and you put it on Twitter but accidentally. But because I was in Twitter... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I tweeted fourth floor. I like that. It's just so embarrassing. There are people use different ways of reminding themselves where they've parked. I sometimes take a photo of the car, just a little photo of it there, which doesn't help because it's quite a close up. I think I might do that next time. Next Works time. better than tweets. Certainly does. Thanks to the people behind the fantastic game Dobble, we've got a brilliant prize for you to be won. It's all thanks to Double, like we say, the smash hit observation game that's fun for all ages, relying on players having a sharp eye, quick reflexes as well. Uh, Double brings hours of fun for kids and adults alike. And I tell you what, we uh, played it at our board game night beginning of last week. Richie and I went head to head. It's kind of like an advanced game of Snap, but it almost makes your brain melt because you're looking for the little symbols it's to really try and good. match them up. Really good, really easy to uh, pick up really quickly. Uh, so, because we have fun playing Double on our team night out, we've decided to do it all again, but this time with you guys. So for your chance to be at a VIP table at our board game evening next February, all you've got to do is play a version of Double that we're about to have a spin with on the radio. Uh, we've caught our evening, Bush and Ritchie's Board Game Bonanza. If you're the winner, uh, you will win a table for you and three mates to come to London. We'll pay for your train travel, put you up in a luxury hotel, send you a board game bundle, uh, including uh, Catan, Ticket to Ride, Dixit and, of course, Double. Uh, more importantly, on the night you'll also play some board games with myself and Richie with some cocktails and canapes Whoa. to toast the evening to on the other side of this madness over Christmas. There may be one or two more surprises along the way as well. Uh, uh, double is the game full of excitement for children and adults alike, where you need to have the sharpest eye to match pictures on cards and become the ultimate winner. Now, of course, we work here on the radio, so we've created an audio version of this. On the line right now to play, our two players, let's meet them. Uh, first up, Stuart in Liverpool. How are you, Stuart? I'm not too bad to yourself, buddy. We're very good, both of us, both of us. Have you had your tea, Stu? You ready for action? 
Uh, yeah, I'm not ready for the match tonight, though, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, let's not even get into that, man. Just stay there. <laughs> get on the rosary beads, stay there, and let's speak to the other contestant, Lindsay. You right, Lindsay? Good, thank you. She's she's more at the race, isn't she, she Lindsay? Is, she is. What have you eaten, Lindsay? You eaten yet? No, I've just been food shopping. All right, okay. Well, options. Never shop hungry. Then they say never shop hungry. That's true, actually. Yeah, have you made some point. poor choices because you're hungry while you're shopping, Lindsay? Very bad choices. Okay, well, we, we kind of like you for that as well. Look, guys, here are the rules. We've blanked out the same word across two songs. All you have to do is match the word we've bleaked out by shouting your name as your buzzer. Uh, then we'll be, and then you give us the answer. If you get it wrong, we'll throw it to the other person. So just to demonstrate, we've got an example for you right now. Here's a clip. We've bleeped out the same word uh, in both songs. Have a listen to this. And someone is So it's not swearing, they both just said house. And that's the one that's bleeped out. Same, same, like double. Do you guys get it? Yep. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to find out. Okay, so we're going to play three rounds and the best of three wins the VIP table, uh, as well as their travel accommodation and private transfer to our board game night. You'll also win a stack of amazing board games and, of course, uh, the brilliant double. Uh, so don't forget to buzz in with your names. Uh, let's play. Here are your first two songs. Let's go. And don't forget, your name is your buzzer. Stuart. Waterfall. No. Hello. So um, let's go to Lindsay. Lindsay, do you know the answer? Is it just water? No. No, it's not. <laughs> Both of you are wrong. So um, let's let's play the clip one more time. Have a listen. Lindsay. Money. Correct. Yes. Right, nice Lindsay, one nil up. Uh, Stuart, you're up against it. Here's the next two songs. Let's go. Pink, it's the colour of... Stuart. Passion. Yes. yes. Very good. There's loads of bleeping going on in the background. Again, not swearing. <laughs> it's just double. Uh, you were very quick in there. Right, OK, so this is the last one. This is The Decider. Good luck to you both. Lindsay, heard Lindsay. Million. <laughs> it's correct. Well done. Yay! Wow, you both warmed up into that. For, it was close, <laughs> but hey, Stuart, hard luck. Lindsay, congratulations. Uh, you have won Yay. a VIP table at our board game night in February. We'll see you at Bush and Rishi's board game Bonanza. Can't wait. Well, brilliant. We'll see you then. Uh, for Stu, hopefully, I didn't. we didn't work out with an Everton or Liverpool fan, but that's a bad omen, isn't it? <laughs> so thanks to Double, the perfect game Too to bring... Well. Please, Sorry. You, are you giving me predictions now? The perfect game to bring all ages together this Christmas. Get it in your friends' or family stockings so you can settle once and for all. Who really has the sharpest eye? One final observation about hand sanitizers, and I bet you didn't think there was more to come. Oh, uh, yes. Being this has been with us for a while now, and in fairness, hand sanitizers were a thing before the COVID struck. Um, we need a better word for it these days. You, th you think about it like Jennifer Lopez, J Lo. All right, there's a rather dated reference, but yep. we we like to make things a bit quicker these days. Why don't they just call it sanitizer? Yes, good point. Hand sanitizers is it, is a real mouthful. Why does it have mouthful. to be two words? I was going to say it's a real mouthful. They had to take them out of uh, the uh, hospital that my uh, sister-in-law worked at because people were drinking it, so it probably is a mouthful. So from this point on, we call it... Hanitizer. You heard it here first.